TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Stories of that game and what happened in the clubhouse is just fantastic. There's no game that can bleep you like this one. <laughs> it's Roycey on baseball. Let's go here. Back to this week's episode of the Score North Twin Show. See on baseball, Patrick Royce and Derek Wetmore here with you. And Pat, uh, both of us are doing all right. Got the jobs, but we're not doing quite as well as Madison Bumgarner is today. Well, I thought he'd get a little more of the way everybody was talking. Uh, four years, uh, 85. It was four, right? Not yep, five. Four, four years, and 85. Deferred. Arizona seemed, uh, you know, that is the trouble of all the times that, uh, Joel Sherman or John Heyman or, uh, Kenny Rosenthal or, uh, uh, any of the other fellas walked on the MLB network set. Did anybody ever say Bumgartner to Arizona? <laughs> did anybody, all it. during the winter meetings, did anybody say Bumgartner to Arizona, which seems to be, you know, being one of the rebuilders. So, uh, you know what it reminds they me must of? have liked the price, huh? Well, and they got rid of the Granky money, so they're kind yeah, of probably right? thinking they and have some flexibility. Now people are talking about Robbie Ray and that he's, well, why would you get Bumgartner and then let Robbie Ray go? If you're, if you're getting Bumgartner, you must be trying to do something, aren't you? You would think so. I, I would think you, you don't make a move like that unless you're trying to win. And, What's what's their window? What's I don't I don't know who they. You know what this I think me they of? just they probably don't want to be completely off the radar down there. This I reminds don't. me of the New York Mets trading for Marcus Stroman when no mm-hmm. one talked about them as a buyer. They were going to be one of the sellers. They were going to get rid of one or two of those top of the rotation. We arms. didn't even get. There's a mystery team involved with Madison <laughs> Bumgarner. Usually you get the mystery team. Garrett Cole, there's a mystery team. And the mystery team signed him in this <laughs> yeah, case. The mystery team signed him for, you know, the, the whole franchise. So but, understandably so, Pat. Twins fans upset today. They wanted Bumgarner. Do you think this is a, agree, a miss for Minnesota? I agree with you that I can, you know, usually I think Twins fans are wackos. The cheap pull-ed crowd is nuts. But I can imagine their frustration today after yesterday. Now... I give the Twins benediction for Corey Kluber because Cleveland wasn't going to trade him here. Mm. But they didn't give him that much. I mean, the, the Shields Jr., his time has come and gone. I don't know. Is the other kid top five prospect or something? I, I don't know. The Depends who you ask, but not yeah. 100 mile an hour fastball. And but, but trying to figure out if he can throw strikes. Yeah. Huh? Okay. I, in fact, they do the MLB pipeline. So it's outside. It's not the team putting this out there. But uh, somebody said... They tweeted out a headline that Emmanuel Clace, the reliever they yeah. got back from Texas, joins the Indians' top 30 prospects. I clicked over to it. He's like 24. Wow. <laughs> so they gave him, they basically wanted to get, how could that be all you get for Kluber? Is he only got one, is he only have one year left? One year plus a team option for team next option. year at like So they can million. pick him up. Oh, well. You know, I'm sure that the Twins would have taken, given him more than, given them more than that, but they're not going to trade him here, right? That would be. But they might as well, if, okay, you get rid of Kluber, but if they're going to trade Lindor, then they might as well, they might as well have traded Kluber to the Twins, right? Sure. Because, I mean, if you trade him, if you traded, if you trade one of the five best players in baseball, uh, and you're, you know, what are, they're, they're, they're going to be fighting Tampa. For lowest attendance next year if they let Lindor go. Yeah. Because well, they're going to be... T- and the other rumor is the Dodgers might get Clevenger, too. Just tear it. How do you think uh, Tito feels about that? Oh. Get tearing it down completely. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, uh, probably not what he signed up. You know what you don't want? Who owns them now? Still Dolan? Or yeah. somebody else? You don't want your franchise to be owned by a Dolan. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> you know, the Knicks and the Indians. You don't want a Dolan. No. I don't care who he is. Don't give me a Dolan. What was the quote last spring training when someone asked him about Francisco Lindor and their superstars around the league signing these contract extensions? What would you say to Indians fans who want to see Lindor in an Indians jersey for life? And he said, enjoy him. (laughs) Enjoy him right now. That guy's got to be pushing 80, man. He bought that team from Jacobs in early 2000s. Oh, wow. You know, whenever they built Jacobs Field, and uh, Jacobs owned them for uh, seven, eight years, he opened them, you know, 
And then Dolan bought them, and they, that's when they started letting those, you know, they had that great nucleus, and they started letting those guys go because Dolan paid enough for that era for the team. He didn't have enough money to keep his players. And, uh, of course, it was nothing like this uh, era for uh, what we're paying now. But, uh, you know, I don't blame Twins fans. If, yeah. if, but Bumgartner, I don't know. Did he want to hit as bad? Did he take less money to go to Arizona? We, we have no idea what the Twins offer Arizona. I heard that they were they they would have liked to have him, but they weren't. They weren't that sure about him. So you sent out a tweet about Madison Bumgarner, and I I read the sarcasm, but I just want to make sure yeah. that listeners are in on that too. Yeah, it's a well, uh, Brandon Molesky, who's uh, I think he's is he Common Man's uh, I think he's Common Man's producer, good guy. He does the post game show with Micheletti in on their wild games, and it's pretty good because they they're candid, they rip them. But uh, I, I usually listen to it when I'm driving home after my rare wild appearances. Because I love Micheletti anyway. Uh, but uh, he tweeted out, I'm waiting anxiously for the uh, Twins to the report on how the Twins made a... And I responded, they offered a... What, I'm hearing that from sources, they offered $84.5 million, but they couldn't go a dollar more. Right, you know, yeah, yeah. Which is be 500000 less than he got. And, and you said, like, extremely confidential information. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, this was... I heard this from sources that... <laughs> I heard this from sources so confidential, even the twins don't know about them. So, <laughs> okay, they, they did talk at the beginning of the winter, though, Pat, about I, impact pitching. I know they uh, they're in trouble with the with the folks. Now, here's the deal. I think last year they were headed for a attendance disaster, right? Oh, and then yeah. they had one of the most exciting seasons in franchise history. Turned it all around. And people came to the ball game. Yeah, but those people that came to the ball game between Memorial Day and Labor Day, the young beer drinking crowd, they don't care. the The people who were the source of the attendance boost don't know who Madison Bumgarner is. More than seventy percent of them have never heard of him. Sure. So we are hearing from the Twitter crowd and the blog commenters crowd and that crowd, and they're very upset. And I don't blame them, but they want to watch a winning team on television. Mm -hmm. They aren't going to the ballpark. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, some of them are going to the ballpark, obviously. Uh, When he's not watching football, I think Randy from Cottage Grove goes to the games. But... you know, and they're serious fans. There are serious fans who go to the ball game, but what we see on the upset, cheap poll ad crowd, yeah, is not what the public feels about this. But if I was a forty-year-old fan who was the only guy in my block who gave a damn about baseball, and I went to the games and I paid good money to go to 20 games a year, I'd be upset. Yeah. I'd want them to have done something. And now I have no faith they're going to do anything significant. Well, let's put a pin in this real quick. And how many how many people did they bring out to Target Field this year? They they did really well by the end of the season. Well, they, the gate, was they it? They got 2.3, two I think. 2.3? yeah. Wow. And, and they were heading for about 1.75. Yeah, yeah. Until... A miracle occurred. I mean, remember right. April and how the weather was terrible, but sure. nobody was there. Well, and we talk about the season after effect, right? Well, in 17, they go to the playoffs, I mean, with an asterisk, but they go to the playoffs, and, and then 18 a, was terrible. Yeah, but I bet you, because of the way sports fans see the world now, which is, yeah, I'm not, you know, I, I think all spectator sports are in trouble as far as getting people to actually go to the game. Hmm. Uh, I bet they don't get more than a thousand season ticket boost off last year. Okay, I, I don't think it's you know I think they're down dang near to ten. You know, really? Well, yeah, you know, that 10 far, or, ten or eleven, and I bet they don't get more than a thousand. wasn't it fifteen, sixteen. I mean, there's no, you know, God love them, go get them, but. <laughs> Wow, you know, and now they let you exchange them and do all those things. So that's what I want to know: of those ten thousand season ticket holders, or twelve thousand, or fourteen, yeah. or whatever it's going to be, what's their feeling on Madison Bumgarner, and and not just him, but the room? I think they would have, but I I 
I would guess there's not a lot of non-renewals. I mean, they have the renewal dates like August, you know, and sure. then they get. But then <laughs> the last few years, you could keep renewing as long as you want to because yeah. there hasn't been any demand. Yeah, but I, I don't. I I wouldn't guess more than a couple hundred of their season tickets are told them. I'm not going to renew until you do something. Mm. What you know? Maybe I. I mean, just general perception of them you know it's now become a joke you don't want it to be a joke that every time you there's something on our website or on the radio or uh, uh you know mlb network that the twins are in on yeah. and you never get them yes. you never get them unless they're the cheap you know let's face it nelson cruz was a cheap acquisition Twenty-six million for two years, and you had an option for the second twelve. Yeah, for the twelve. Every time you you become a the brunt of a joke, right? You know, you become a brunt of a joke, and they're right now. Every time Falvey or Levine, and by the way, Levine had some of his greatest triple speak ever. I got I should have brought some of that stuff in there. He said some crap that was that even his Haverford classmates wouldn't have known what the hell he was talking about. You talking about at the winter meetings? Yeah, oh. there was that quote about triple. I don't know. It was really goofy. I love him. But God <laughs> yeah. So let me when let he me gets babbling. He's worse than Falvey. Devil's but, advocate here, though. Like they won a hundred and one games. I know, but it's... they don't have. I mean, you. Know, Okay, you better at least announce a four-year extension for Barrios or something like that, right? Okay, sure. You can keep him. You better announce something. Mm. You better tell the public something. We've signed, you know, Barrios. We've given an extension to somebody. I, I mean, I they don't have any pitching. Yep. Here's the problem. If they had pitching on the rise, you could give them this... Uh, you know, you could you could give them a semi pass on this, but they don't have any pitching. Yeah, and Gratterall, the idea that he's going to be a starter is idiotic. <laughs> he pitched fifty innings. He's yeah. going to, you know, he'll you will see him, but he'll pitch eighty innings. Sure, he's not one of your starters. You and know? these guys, they haven't demonstrated that they like. <clears throat> thankfully, they don't like the opener thing. Obviously, but come on, we all love the Devin Smeltzer. But you don't want him facing any team that saw him last week. Sure. If you get in the rotation. And okay. He got Cleveland out this week. He pitches against them next week. They're going to be line drive singing past his head. Sure. Uh, you and 32 don't want, starts. I mean, I love Randy Dobnik, too, but he's, you know, just going to throw it over and pray. And he's not a, you know, he's a six-starter long reliever. Which we I guess we don't have anymore, and uh, and and then Lewis Thorpe, give me a break. He's I loved him three years ago, but throw some strikes. Yeah, you know he didn't he, he throw any strikes. Yeah, so they've thrown out these names that that mean nothing. So I don't blame people for being upset. So there are two guys left that are free agents, and then a number of guys that we could look at in trades. Before I talk about Dallas Keuchel and Hyunjin Ryu. I want to know um, if, because what I heard, Pat, is like NL was just always a strong favorite for Bumgarner. It was going to be, we kind of yeah. joked about it last yeah. week, about how he's going to want to hit. being equal, he's going to stay in the National League. That's right, that's right. And, you know, maybe some points to San Francisco, <clears throat> familiarity, any of that stuff. But I'll the, tell you one thing, he'll, some of those fly balls to right center that were out. So, yes. Hey, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. He's, he's in a band box now. That's right. So. Um, really flies there, and it, th- that'll be such an interesting, fascinating, weird team. I don't know if it'll be a good team, but it'll be a weird team. The Diamondbacks, mm-hmm. but let's say all else is equal. Um, just to beat a little bit of a dead horse here, like should the Twins have made it not equal? Should they have just said like, yeah, hey, they would have had five and ninety five. Come here to Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, right. Or, or you know, yeah, four ninety five. That, that interest you yeah. at all? I mean, doing that to go well, for a guy I was like Bumgarner last week. I wanted to give him a hundred for five. Okay, you know, but maybe make the make year for a. I'll give you eight million if we don't bring you back. Sure, give, get like an option for the five. team. Sure, but I don't know. I just like him a lot as a competitor. Yeah, whether whether that's going to play or not, who knows? I'd take Eichel too. 
Sure. I, I mean, I looked him. I looked at his 19 starts last year, and he only went less than five once. He only really got hammered, and he went over six, 12, six or more, 12 times, which in modern baseball is is okay. And a lot, you know, most of those were two, three runs. Sure. And you know, I. I know slot ballers are not the uh, are not the uh, future of the game, but uh, you know you you gotta you gotta have somebody to run out there. Yeah, he is a little different than your traditional. And I, he's supposed to be a hell of a guy. Oh yeah, yeah, and a you know I mean a, just a pro of a, a very professional. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody's staying away from him, though. Yeah, it's so. it's it's weird. Um, I almost wonder if he's waiting for the market to get set. But he is a little different than your traditional sort of slot ball and lefty. Yeah, Bumgarner said it. Yeah, I mean he's not Keuchel's not getting Zach Wheeler money, but his agent should have a case mm-hmm. if he wants to. And he might be a Boris guy, if okay. I remember correctly, <laughs> to go in and say, "Hey, here's the Bumgarner deal." Yeah, you know who's but, who's Bumgarner's agent? Some hillbilly from Georgia? Oh, no. you know, no, I shoot. I was just looking this up, and I don't. I don't He's have it. He's one of the rare non-Boris. He's not Boris. Though. Yeah, yeah. So who they got? Who's who? Are you, who are your trade targets? Oh, trade. There's all kinds of. I mean, give me a list of teams that are willing to trade guys right. Because I would have thought Arizona was one of them, and Robbie Ray is a target, but they look like they're trying now. Is, is Detroit going to uh, trade Matthew Boyd? That's or not? my guy. Because um, Detroit doesn't care if they trade in the division. No. What, what do you care no. when you in fact, 40 games? In fact, if I if I thought I was a smart front office, a smart GM, I would love to trade in the division to win that trade three years from now. You know? Yeah. But, yeah. but I, I don't think they'll... they got to realize that when they see what Kluber, what the market was for Kluber, that sure. they're not going to get that... You know, they're not going to get like this... Mother load of top, you know, you're you're going to get the Twins' sixth best prospect and twenty fifth best prospect, right? And, and if I'm the Twins, I'm running to the window, right? Yeah, That's yeah, right. An I take easy him. trade What's he for got, me. Three years left. Uh, I think it's three years team control. I like him. Yeah, I mean, I don't love him. I like him better than Keuchel. Yeah, and, same uh, here. And I think that when you look at what happened to him down the stretch last year, it was just. Depression. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, having no chance. Having no it. chance. If somebody hit the ball, they weren't going to catch it. Yeah. And if <laughs> and if you gave up two runs, you were going to get it's beat. over. Yeah. You're going to get beat. That's what so. Rami said. Now, Rami, I don't know. Maybe a little bit of a skewed perspective, but our good friend Rami Makloff, uh, who does some work on the Score North Twin Show, uh, came from Milwaukee. Successful show there comes to score north a budding enterprise so he doesn't know what it's like to be in a losing environment necessarily but he said you get your name floated in trade deadlines and then august 1st comes and you're still in detroit yeah you try work in the next two months yeah at top speed yeah that is he's, he's right about that i mean as he's a good pitcher with strikeout stuff and i think that the twins could maybe get more out of him but like i'm all i'm i'm out of guesses as to who's going to be trading players, because I thought the Mets were a target until last summer. Uh, the Rockies seemingly willing to be trading Nolan Arenado, or at least seeing yeah. his name float yeah, in but trade rumors. Not, but pitching-wise, who are they going to give you? Uh, I like Gray. Herman Marquez a lot. John Gray would be the second yeah. one I'd go after. Um, but that's kind They'll of what you're looking hold, for. I don't think they're desperate, though. I think you'd have. Probably to, I think you have to give them the best you got. I think know? what's out there, Pat, is basically... Mid rotation starters. You know, yeah. you can go make well, the Jake Odorizzi trade again if that's boy. He's got to be kicking. If himself that's your flavor, he's got to be kicking himself in the shins, doesn't he? He, he could have made some money. It'll never be as good as it. He, he, if he has the same year, he'll do okay. But he'll never. You know, he would have been. I think he would have been higher on most teams' pecking order than Bumgarner, don't you? I bet you're or right. The same. Yeah, he, four and eighty-five. Yeah, he's, he's you know he had a better year. Yeah. And yeah, he would have. Yeah, I, uh, I think Jake Odorizzi. But should I don't look blame the, him at the time. Who knew that any of these guys were going to get jobs? Right. And Lance they, Lynn probably called him up and said, "You better take that." You know. <laughs> so uh, right before he called Gibson and Gibby, said, "You better take our three-year Gibby. deal." Gibby's all of a sudden he's got you know Gibby's right where he should be, fourth, fifth starter down there now. Right. Right. <laughs> you got Lynn. You got Kluber. You got. Uh, Miner, Mike Miner. They didn't trade him. A lot no. of people thought they were going to trade him. And that's They're another 
They're gonna uh, they're gonna be pretty good. Texas could be okay. I think for that with that new ballpark, they figured they better uh, they better tell the folks get some the prices they're charging. They, they got you got to tell people that, they got uh, our guy uh, Jordan Lyles too. We had talked about yes. him as an under the radar guy. So yeah. there's five starters. Yeah. Last summer, I thought the Rangers would be dealing somebody, and Mike Miner might be a name, but now they're oh, going everybody for it. was that was all over the place. Hey, yeah. what was uh, and they were supposedly getting some good packages. Oh, what was. Uh, What's with the Brewers? Why are they dumping all these? Oh, I don't get half it. the roster. I don't get it. I don't either. I mean, you drew. You've been drawn like crazy, and everybody loved that owner yeah. ever since he signed CC. Yes, even though they didn't keep him. Yes, but all of a sudden he looks like the ceilings. You know, it's it, it's well. So I think it's a David Cerns thing, maybe more than an ownership. But yeah. I don't know that. I'm not. I don't have uh, deep deep connections with the Brewers organization, uh-huh. but it just seems to me like that's an organization right now that should have been in on a on a Bumgarner or should be in on Keuchel. Yeah. That'd be a good landing spot for Keuchel, actually. Go. They just signed Brett Anderson, who he'll give you 19 good starts sure, and then he'll miss sure. three months. That's so. right. He's the yeah. Rich Hill theory. Yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, half a season. <laughs> Pinedo pitched more games than him. Yeah, and he's got to miss right. two months. But, that's probably uh, right. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're... Uh, I think that I think the the hardcore Twins fans who really you know go to games that that small percentage that go to games want to see the best possible product. I don't blame them for being frustrated. Yeah, absolutely. Because they've been fed at this point. Now this doesn't go back to the Jerry Bell promised them a promised us if we build them a new ballpark we'd have a huge payroll every year you get a few of those on Twitter. yeah oh you get a lot of those yeah the, the promise the 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 promise that was never made that's right but anyway uh the uh uh you know but i don't blame the the, the serious baseball fan who you know follows the team closely and wants to see the best possible product and sees po- great potential with what they have right now i don't blame them for being frustrated well, my guy's Hyunjin Ryu. If he'll come to Minnesota, I'll give him a lot of money for three years. I understand the cigar bars in town. I'd love him. <laughs> okay. He's, uh, the curfew's not his strong point. From not a I problem understand. for me. 25 no, great starts. There's no, uh, yeah, as they used to say, there was no curfew and they broke it. And he broke it. <laughs> broke it <again. laughs> he broke it anyway. So uh, Good pitcher. He's always got a good ERA when he's healthy. But, some, the guy who told me this is there's no way he's leaving the West Coast. Yeah, that's he possible loves, too. He loves the the gambling rooms, you know, the the ethnic gambling rooms that they we had. had not, uh, we're not talking about betting a parley on his own team like the football sure, player. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, I guess he likes to uh, play a little little cards, maybe. Cards so we had Betsy Helfand, who covers the Twins for the Pioneer Press. We had her I on the Betsy. show. Yeah, sure. And she She's said. The, uh, she goes out with she goes out with all of us in spring training, even though she neither drinks nor eats. <laughs> she's a vegetarian who doesn't drink, and she's out with those louts uh, staying out all night. I don't how she does it. I have no idea. It's a great life. Yeah, there's yes. you can always count she's on two a, people. She's a warrior, man. I'd be home sleeping. Yeah, no, uh, Betsy's great, and she was on the show last week, and she reported that she went to the the Scott Boris. Bruhaha, whatever you want to call it. And she said that he whipped out a line when there was a report floating around that he might not want to come, uh, that uh, Ryu might not yeah. want to leave L.A. Yeah. And and uh, Boris kind of laughed at it, and he had a line oh, ready. he's got him, too? Yeah. And he, oh, had, he ain't coming cheap. <laughs> he had a line ready, and he said, well, you know, Seoul is a long way from every major league <laughs> yes, team. That's right. That's true. It's true. That is true. It's, a, is, uh, it's a long flight to his, uh, I believe he was born in South Korea. Worst moment of my life, I was uh, waiting for a red eye in L.A. one night. You know, I always liked it when I was out there. I was like, oh, sure. I had the red eye. Yeah. Because you could sleep and you'd be home. And uh, I got out there one time to the airport at LAX, and uh, they said, well, the plane's going to be a little late. I said, oh, okay. He says, yeah, it's just leaving Seoul. Oh, no. <laughs> It'll be here in eight hours. Is there one closer that you can send? No, she's leaving Seoul. Anyway. Well, were those your drinking days, or did you have <laughs> no, to just go back I to the hotel? I sat there and... Oh, jeez. 
complain. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, maybe they the, bar, win. the bar might they have win. had a nice victory. Whatever they tell you, the airline, as you know, they win. They always win. <laughs> they right. always win. You can complain all you want to. That's they right. Win. So we'll come back and talk uh, some more twins, some record-setting contracts, and uh, i got to talk about labor peace with you, Pat, because I think you'd have some good perspective on this. We'll be right back to the Score North Twin Show. Patrick Racy on baseball. You're listening to Secure Future requires sound investment advice. That's why I rely on my guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, for guidance in planning and maintaining a long-term financial strategy. This is Ricey, and I've known Josh for many years. I trust Josh and recommend him because he listens and delivers the kind of service that you'll need to feel confident about your financial future. I encourage you to get to know him the same way I did many years ago. Call Josh Arnold at 95 95- 925-5608 and set up your 48-minute no-obligation consultation. Call 952-925-5608. You'll always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice. Call Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold at 952-925-5608. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. The Score North Twin Show, also available on demand on the Score North mobile app, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. All right, welcome back. Score North Twin Show, Royce on Baseball with Patrick Royce here. I'm Derek Wetmore, and a couple of quotes have been coming out. Let's first talk about the money that is flowing out, and then talk about the sort of storm clouds on the horizon of Major League Baseball. I would think the storm clouds should be a little lessened after what happened in... Uh, You'd think so. ...in uh, San Diego. And supposedly Manfred uh, told the boys to uh, loosen up their pocketbooks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to make but, it a little more... But I, I suppose that... I don't think they're going to win. The, I was thinking they were going to win the fight for one less year of free agency, but I'm not sure. You think so? Because the I'm big guys sure. still get paid, right? Yeah. So, and, uh, you know, all of a sudden Scott Boris, who was the number one whiner, right? Yeah, well, the loudest. He just walked anyway. out of San Diego with a billion dollars. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know. I I think they're going to have a hard time. You know, you you need some public support on these things too, don't you? Yeah. I mean, the, the public, public by by nature is always anti-owner, uh, anti owner, uh, anti player right yeah we, just we, we naturally were all mad at them they're yep. you know football players are out there risking their lives but it's okay that they don't get guaranteed contracts with the public and stuff but i don't know i think the uh i think what happened to san diego changed the narrative quite a bit okay so let's now talk we'll about see that what happens let's start there because garrett cole is now well steven strasburg the day after we talked patrick yeah. set a new Rendell. record yeah, that's right. Strasburg got the record. Cole broke it. Rendon got so what? What have you been seeing? That the union's still upset? Well, the union probably feels as though the top guys are getting paid. Yes, well, and, that's r- the, right. You ever you ever look at the NBA, ladies and gentlemen? No, that's true. That's yeah. true. I mean, that's the way it works. Look yeah. at the NFL quarterbacks get all the money. They make a lot. So. But I mean, how how are they going to sell this? Uh, I have I have no idea. Other than that, uh, I'm curious to see what comes down in the Chris Bryant decision. Um, yes. That's one thing that teams are. Yeah, he ain't going to get as much money as he thinks. By the way, well, maybe not. Not at this age. But I do look around and I say, with him having one or two years left, and it should be one, but for the Cubs, sort of like poorly kept secret right that yeah, well he's got a but it, i mean it's it's happened all over baseball that's, and they, that's you know the why why there's nothing unless you get an arbitrator who thinks it's unfair but i i mean the teams are pretty public about not you know not giving you the service time yeah i i, I can't imagine him winning it can you uh boy i mean i could see it as we record this monday morning i i could see it Siding with him because it was so immediate after the the deadline, it was. Yeah, but so what? Well, I mean, I mean, but it, there's nothing in the bylaws that says I have to promote you. No, I think it's I mean, bad faith. Well, that's what they're. Oh, I think that's but, the but argument. Bad faith for that? Well, no, I I wanted to keep you for another year. What the hell? Right, I mean, that's right. You know, that's happened, and and the reason they're getting these guys now to sign. Like Eloy to sign ahead of time is Acuna. Hey, we'll call you up right away. Yeah, Acuna, Ozzy yeah, Albies. We'll call you up guys. right away. Yeah. You know? So, you know, tough bananas, I say. Sure. If, but, you know, 
baseball's got a uh, management's got a long track record of losing arbitration cases. Yeah. They must have the dumbest lawyers in the history of sports. <laughs> I think the bigger crisis they got is this MIL, the the minor league thing, sure. because you got Congress involved. So the professional and you got baseball. both. Uh, one thing that Republicans and Democrats agree on is, uh, you know, they got not only uh, Bernie's uh, signed on to that, that moron Grassley signed on to it. No, he's got nothing better to do. Uh, one of the dumbest human beings in Iowa, but he's a senator. And uh, just my opinion. <laughs> no, it's just how do you really feel? <laughs> my opinion and the rest of the, you know, 80% of the country knows he's a moron. But anyway, uh yeah, they're gonna. I wonder how it's gonna work out. Now, the latest baseball, after the meeting with Bernie and Manford, and Manford said he was gonna work in good faith, and then they're sending out a letter to MLB to uh, uh, the minor leagues, basically threatening to end the whole thing. It's just a mess, and now they're both trading public bars. And what the great thing about this is, this whole thing comes from Houston. The idea comes yes. from your cheating. As the Astros, who you're investigating whether you should take away their World Series championship or not, they're the brains behind this get rid of 42 minor league teams. Yeah. I think it's terrible for the game just in the sense that, okay, I'm living in Tennessee near the mountains. Sure. And I got... Bristol and I got Apple, I got Elizabethton and stuff, mm-hmm. and I had these guys come through there, so I'm going to watch the game tonight. Yeah, you know, I might drive down to Atlanta to see a game. I think, you know, do you really want to give 42 areas another excuse not to give a damn about baseball? Right. You know? I was reading a story from uh, Tim Brown at Yahoo about yeah. this. Talked to a few GMs about the idea, and it's about it's about resource efficiency well, and all about, that. It's basically about them not paying minor leaguers. Is how this all comes out. Sure, they want and to, facilities. They want to give them, yeah, but not not that much facilities. Okay. They're eliminating some t- towns that have redone their facilities. Just because they don't want to be there in sure. those little towns, okay. Uh, it's basically the pressure they're getting about the working conditions and the lawsuits that are facing about working conditions. Mm. But and the working conditions are pri- what you're getting paid. Yeah, you know, eleven hundred a month or whatever it is, and no uh, overtime. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they, you know, they're that's that's they're facing a lot of heat about that. The Saints over here, and I, I got to start working on this. But one of their big problems as to whether they can continue to operate or not is St. Paul's passing the $15 an hour uh, minimum wage. Yeah. And are they covered by that? And I think it's phased in, but it starts at 12 something. Okay. Well, these guys are making four bucks an hour if yeah. you figure it out, right. you know, between travel and everything else. So I think that's a much bigger crisis for them than what Tony Clark's got on his mind. Sure. Yeah, could yeah. be. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm not. I have been very unimpressed with Manford. When I same when I first heard the story at first, my first knee jerk was, "Oh, hey, if the Saints are going to be a Twins AAA affiliate, wouldn't that be neat? Wouldn't that be a cool thing?" Well, Sioux and, Falls, by the way, is. Uh, let me say this: they're building. They are going to have. They now have that Pyramid Arena. They got Sanford. They're going to have some project that they just approved down there, and Sanford approved. It's going to be called the Sanford Mile, and it's going to be like a mile of sports things. And some of them are going to be retail, you know, like fitness, a world-class fitness okay. outfit. But they're going to have the arena here, and at the other end is going to be a ballpark and a soccer stadium. But they're going to build like a six or 7,000-seat baseball stadium. Wow. And they had a guy at the winter meetings trying to tell them hey here we are let's go because they're in the you know they got a little ballpark now yeah, and, sure. they're, and they're in the american association they're yeah. an independent team mm-hmm. but they want to wow. get in organized baseball sioux falls becoming a little more major league well is yeah, this T. And, they, and they could be well sanford sports which yeah, okay. is financed by got t it. denny but i mean t denny's now the sanford this name. in the hands of other people sure but a guy named jeff smith was at the uh winter meetings representing Sioux Falls. Okay. And I can see more than St. Paul at AAA Farm Club in Sioux Falls. 
Sure. I mean, more than St. Paul and, and Sioux Falls and a interesting and an A ball franchise. Well, St. Paul, because you brought up the Astros and the whole thing started because well, they, they wanted Sugarland Sugar to be Land. there. Yeah, right. Just yeah, their but, but taxi, they just, and they want to get rid of. They don't care about traditional structure baseball. They got rid of all their scouts, right? You know, and they got that's why. I, this whole thing came out. Yeah. The scout said, by the way, they're yeah. cheating. Anger some of those people. Uh, they the might blow an email. By the way, they're cheating. Yeah. And uh, and anyway, yeah. The, but the, the, they're, Manford's listening to the advice of the people he's investigating, which is uh, – but I, it's going to be interesting to see how this turns out because it's, uh, it's a bad deal for baseball to start eliminating these towns, I think. Well, and, and they're saying they're going to provide them independent league teams. And somebody wrote, none of these towns that used to have baseball, you know, affiliated baseball, yeah. that lost their franchise and then became independent league teams have succeeded. None of them have succeeded. Seriously? They've all gone under, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, like New Britain and places like that. Okay. You know, so... Jeez, uh, not about, it doesn't work. And, so, and, and just in terms of because it's not as major league, or it's because the market wasn't supporting it. I, I guess I don't. I, know. I don't know. I think they just you know they okay. When you used to go watch twenty year old prospects, and now you're watching twenty eight year old guys who got released didn't three make times, it. Yeah, it's so different. It's I mean, tough. I'm not bad mouthing these guys. It's it's okay baseball, but yeah, I, I think the uh, I think it's. Uh, it's really going to be interesting how this whole thing turns out. Yeah, well, and there's huge ramifications. You mentioned the minimum wage structure and like minor leaguers just not making enough money. If you're a first like five rounds, you got your signing bonus. Yeah. You're probably okay, but you if know. you weren't, you're this you know, not even a great for, you summer know, it's job. It's going to have to be uh, pretty soon. It's going to be okay. You can't come to the ballpark until four o'clock. Yeah. You know, because we're going to pay you for an eight-hour day, and sure. we can't. You know, and that doesn't. None work, of that early one o'clock BP. Yeah, you got to be. You can only be here eight years, eight hours, because we don't want someone then suing us for overtime. Fight, mm-hmm. you know, and they're going to have to have curfews. Yeah, on, <laughs> right. sorry, lights are going out at nine fifteen. No double headers anymore. Whoever wins, who you know, if we get a rain out. Tough bananas. So there was an unnamed GM in this Tim Brown piece that I was telling you about. That He's a great writer, by the way. Yeah, one good of, friend of mine, and all a time hell of a guy. Yeah. yeah, that's. I'm glad to hear you say that. He's one of my all time favorites. Um, just following along, his quote. This was a. I, he named some of the GMs and he didn't name others, so I don't want to put the words in somebody's mouth. But a prominent MLB GM said something when when Tim, who's you know. A baseball lifer, loves the game, loves the sort of romance yeah. of it, but also is not blind kind of yeah. to what's going on. You know, you guys are kind of similar in that. And he said, what well, What about the argument that small towns are going to be without baseball and it's your fault and it's greed? Mm-hmm. And the GM says, well, I guess I don't really have anything for that argument. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think that it should color our decision making. And it was just a, whole, a fascinating yeah. piece. I'll send it to you. Yeah. On the On the... It's driven by efficiency. We want to save money. We want to update the system. We haven't updated in 50 yeah. years. And there's going to be some negative consequences. Some towns are going to be without baseball if this proposal yeah. goes through. And, and by the way, it's your, going through. Uh, t- your national TV ratings are going to continue to plummet. And by the way, I think the last four years, three years, haven't they lost 4%, 6%, and then 4%? Attendance. attendance? I think they're... Two years ago wow. was all time, you know, record six and a half percent or something. Jeez! But I think the last three years they've lost fourteen percent of their uh, hmm. major. This is the major league attendance. What uh, do you think is the primary driver of that? Well, I think that the youth of America doesn't give a damn, and then yeah. if you're trendy, they're going to go. But another thing is horrible teams. Yeah, you know, teams willing to be horrible. Detroit. I mean, how could you go to a game? Yeah, what, how could you make you an argument? You, yeah, how can you you know how can you be mad at anybody who won't go? You know, so Wednesday you basically game. announce we're not trying. Yes, and then you want people to come to your ball game. Yes, it's uh, you know that that's part of it. I think baseball's decline in general is uh, as far as people's interest. I'm I'm kind of gotten away. I, I don't like the length. It bothers me. I think it bothers people of. The I wouldn't say my generation, the but generation mine. behind me. Sure. So you're two generations yeah. behind me, but the generation behind me 
I think that bothers us. But I think, and it's a much bigger story. I'm going to talk to Jed about this on our podcast. The decline of spectator sports yes. in general. Yes. I was, the other night, I was clicking and I ran across St. Cloud State's hockey game. And it's a league, it was a conference, I think Omaha or somebody. I'm okay. not sure who they were playing. It wasn't one of their big rivals, but it was a conference game and they have the best conference in the country. The NCHC is mm-hmm. terrific. And there was nobody there Friday night. I in St. Cloud? There was nobody there. And they've been a competitive. It's not like they're eighth place. They've been a competitive program. They were number one in the country a couple of years ago. Yeah. And uh, Gophers over here, you know, North Dakota, they had decent crowd because North Dakota show up. They yeah, still, you yeah. know, Grand Forks still cares, but but nobody's going to college hockey. Nobody's going to NASCAR anymore. I mean, it's that's been a that's a disaster. That's, really, that's much worse than baseball. Uh, I don't know. I think it's spectator sports in general. I, think I, so I too. don't. Think, college last night the Gophers, number three team in the country. Now, eighty percent of it's on the Big Ten Network, making you play at five thirty on a Sunday. Yeah, you know. But and pricing is part of it too. But they didn't have ten thousand. They didn't a... announce ten thousand. Wow. They announced ninety six hundred or something, which means they had eight thousand. It yeah. looked didn't look that bad. Okay. But we're now used to seeing empty. Seats there. You got the number. That's right. You know, okay, they were off to a bad start. <clears throat> they won a tournament game last year. <clears throat> they gave the coach another extension, and you get, you know, 8,000 8, people, people show up. What? Uh, that's sports in general. Sunday night does kill it. If that's oh, Saturday at noon, I got to imagine. Yeah, I, yeah they would add 2,000 more. Yeah, it's a little more rocking. 2,000 more, yeah. So I think the But biggest... I think it's just spectator sports in general where, yeah. you know, people were telling me, hey, there's 25-year-old guys who now create their own avatar, and they make themselves into a superhero, and their their life is fighting other superheroes, and, 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 and you know, there's more. I mean, people are watching video games on television. Competition. Video competition. Yeah. I tell you'd like to track them down and get them in a headlock and hit them right on the head and give them a <laughs> nugget and say, "What is wrong with you? Grow up, be an adult, get a job." But you know, they're not going to ball games. Uh, is that your description of Fortnite, or is that League of <laughs> Whatever Legends? Whatever game, ones with the airplanes going. I give. I once in a while, I I'm clicking and I'll run across that. On oh, ESPN, sure. the video league game. Sure. Let's see. What the hell? These are your heroes? A guy who can, you know, God, he's got great thumbs. Is it thumbs? Do they use thumbs? Reaction time, processing yeah. speed. I'm sure it's a lot of things. God, oh my. <laughs> so uh, don't ever. That's what's wrong. Actually. Don't tw- don't tag uh, at Ninja in any <laughs> posts because that no, might not go. No, but I think, uh, you know, that's that's a good share. So I've heard a number of things. and The, the sport that's not going to be affected for a number of years is soccer. Yeah, because it's two hours. Yep, we get to In drink. We get to drink. We don't give a. We don't know who's playing, and we don't give a damn whether they win or lose. <laughs> just gonna. We're just gonna get to drink, and uh, then we're gonna go to the bar across the street and drink a little more, and, <laughs> and you know, get on the train and hope we don't get beat up. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I look at uh, the decline in in baseball specifically, Pat. Because all the things you're talking about ring true, uh, except esports. Don't at me, esporters. Mm-hmm. But there is a component of this that I don't think ever gets enough attention. Because I hear the arguments about, well, if your team's tanking, why would you go to a Royals game? Right? Like this summer, this June, uh, if if you had a 20 game season ticket pack, why? What's the argument for renewing? Especially if they yeah. trade Whit Merrifield. Yeah. Um, but part of it too is the price. It is so yes. expensive to be that person yeah. that goes to twenty five games a that, year. Yeah, well, and once you get in, that's the least of your problems. That's right, exactly. You, know, you can't charge eleven bucks for a beer, eleven fifty. You can't do that. And parking, they'll rob you, you blind in most oh, cities. Yeah, that's 50, well, for some reason, it costs you ten bucks for the for the uh, Timberwolves and fifteen for the Twins, and the Twins. And Minneapolis spent a hundred some million dollars improving Target Center, yeah, and nothing on Target Field. I don't get it, but uh, yeah, you're you're right. I, to me, that's 
concessions prices are. Yeah. You know, I used to like to go when they first opened. I'd get go get a Murray sandwich. Yep. I think it was ten fifty. Yep. And they give you two pieces of garlic. Remember toast. it well. They're famous garlic. Oh toast. yeah. Now it's like eighteen bucks. Yeah. And you don't get garlic toast. You get a piece of bread. It's you know. I mean, what I'm saying is, I don't blame Murray's. It's the the the, the company that all runs of this it. Yeah. comes from whatever that company is, and they're nuts. Yeah, you got to start big business. I keep though. telling Dave St. Peter, the biggest thing you could do is drop beer prices by twenty percent. Announce that we're dropping beer prices all season by twenty five percent. Yeah, and to do it, we're going to take two million dollars less from our concessionaire. Yeah, you know. Or something. You yeah, gotta, yeah. You, you're right. The price is ungodly. Because you talk about those Thank 25. Thank God years. I quit drinking. I could not <laughs> afford to be an alcoholic. You cannot afford. The greatest thing that has ever happened to the sobriety movement in this country is beer prices at the ball game. Who the hell could afford to be an alcoholic? We can't afford it That's anymore. Good Even if I wanted to come back to drink it, I can't afford it. You're not getting the three for ones, or you lose your liquor license. No, no. <laughs> uh, but there, you know, it's I I get it. People will say like, well, you know. Derek, you go to games for free, and that's how yeah. could you ever? No, I've gone to games. Yes, and it is, last it is amazing I, how expensive year I it is. Bought tickets for my Croatian friends, sure. mom and the two kids. Yeah, yeah, for that Yankee game. I got in the Le- Le- Legends Club. And I bought four, I think, maybe five. I think we bought five. Three hundred bucks. Yeah, and you know? to, to get and in, then, then you then you get in there, and you know you got to. They're going to buy some concessions. Sure. They said, you know, I got to, you know, hey, you want a hot dog or some damn thing? Yeah, right. It's a, yeah, that's part of it. There's no doubt about it. So I, and I don't know. It, I don't think it's going to work long term. No. What can baseball do to? I mean, they can't I force think, teams to try. They can't force. I think hockey and uh, and basketball have the same. You know, the NBA is the biggest liars there are. There. In they, what way? They, they announce these huge crowds, and you look at the games and. They have more no-shows than anybody, don't you think? For those Wednesday night games. And you not the Timberwolves. I mean, the Lakers, they announce sellouts, and you look, and nobody's sitting there when they're playing a nobody opponent. Now this year they are because they got LeBron. But, yeah. and LeBron and AD will sell a couple of tickets. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I think uh, spectator sports are in trouble. Hmm. Uh, so the... The, the PBA, the Professional Baseball Agreement, that's up after next season, right? Yes. Up after 2020. They want to do all these changes. So they're now con- they got Congress involved, though. They're going to get Manford. They're going to get Manford in front of them and try to grill him like they did Bud on steroids. But he's this cool. Isn't quite as important. Man- Manfred is. I for I don't think he's been a great commissioner. Um, and I, and I thought he was going to be. I was well, remember being little, excited. A little quicker on his feet than Bud was. That's that's Bud exactly right. Bud was a car dealer from an automobile dealer from Milwaukee. You know, great from, guy. But. From a skills perspective, being grilled, yeah. I would think Manfred will probably handle himself okay. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, and I, let's face it, it's it's not a scandal. Sure, you know, it's just hey, it's not it's a, big business. You know, yes, and it's it's baseball, but they do congressional still holds that uh, antitrust thing over yep, them. If that's they right. Want to, so yeah, that's the ultimate. I think. That's the uh, and you know what? Final all those hillbilly towns, Trump, you know, Trump gets the votes. So you know the every, I bet you go to every one of those little towns where the Elizabeth, Tennessee. I can guarantee you, Bernie Sanders ain't carrying that town. You know, okay. up in the Appalachian. I haven't been. This is something Trump can get uh, get behind too, right? To protect his voters in those little hillbillies. That's right. Yeah, I mean, either side you could see making the play for the nostalgia, the romance of baseball, Mm -hmm. um, as long as they can spin that into their favor. So the other one, too, though, you don't think it's as big of a deal that the Players Union and Major League Baseball, they're they're playing nicer, but they don't seem to be best friends now. Well, I think this MILB thing will uh, prove to uh, to Tony Clark that these guys are are, are ruthless. Yes. Yeah. You got it. You got a whole new. You got a whole new ad, ad, administration now with the with the Houston Astros calling the shots. They don't <laughs> care about uh, you know. They're gonna uh, they're gonna try to do a little NFL job on these. Guys. Okay. I think I think instead of saying I think the I think the owners are going there with a bunch of demands too. Sure. You know. Yeah. And yeah. Tony will end up fighting for his own turf. Could you? 
help me out here because as a baseball fan, as a guy who loves the game, and now my profession relies a little bit on Major League Baseball, I've got to say I'm worried that this agreement isn't going to end peacefully. There will be some sort of stoppage or strike or whatever. Does this have any parallels to you to in 1994, the last time that happened? Uh, no. I, I, I guess I why should so. I feel better this time around? I don't around? think so. I don't think it's as bad as it was then. Okay. I don't think it was then. What was at the ba- center of it? That was kind of baseball's last stand. They were going to get uh, they were going to get a salary cap. Okay. I think 94 they were going to get a salary cap. I think they know that ain't happening. Yeah. So that was the but gonna, the number one thing that everyone yeah, was going the owners were going for cap. anyway. Yeah. That's why they came up with the replacements and uh, Yeah. You know, you can have replacements in football cuz you can put a helmets on everybody and hide them and have them run into each other. You get them out there on the baseball field and call it Major League. Guys who were playing in Delano, it's uh, not going to work. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, you never saw a manager less interested than Tom <laughs> Kelly in hitting ground balls to replacement players. <laughs> well, he knew it was a farce from, just like he knew Nishioka couldn't play uh, very yeah. quickly. He knew that this was a farce that would never look. He can sniff a phony, huh, TK? Yes. I don't feel great about it, but maybe you're putting my mind at ease a little bit here, Pat. Mm. It's not going to be as bad as last time around. Well, I'm very worried because, you know, I need spring training to bluff my way through a bunch of columns so I can spend some time in Florida while I'm still working. (laughs) If we don't have spring training, that would really really suck the life out of my argument that I'm doing just fine making up stuff down in Florida. Anyway, it's too bad the uh, Star Tribune editors are such big listeners to Royce. Next Young week, baseball. our Gala Christmas show. We got special Christmas oh, events planned. Are you you're out next week? I'm here. Okay, me too. So yeah. well, well, we got Christmas events planned for the listeners. Oh, good. I didn't. Uh, I'll I, have to catch up on those well, midweek meetings. So will I. So <laughs> thank you. All right. Well, something to look forward to next week for you guys. Uh, that'll do it for this week, and hopefully, some a little more action. On baseball's, hard to have less. <laughs> on baseball's hot stove, he's Patrick Royce. I'm Derek Wetmore. This has been a Score North Twin Show. Royce on baseball. We'll see you next week. Every weekend, get your fill. My baseball friends, Mackie here for Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Business owners, I'm talking to you, and I've been one myself. I know what goes into it. You love it, but you're grinding every day, solving problems, taking care of employees. It helps tremendously to have an insurance company that gives you peace of mind as you navigate the challenges of running a business. When you partner with Federated, you get more than just a policy. You benefit from over a century of experience in making businesses as successful as they can be. Visit federatedinsurance.com to find your local representative. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect yours.